Are you ready for this? Sean Merriman, a one-hand sack. Boom, boom, boom. Out go the lights. This is Lights Out with Sean Merriman. What's up, guys? We're back again with another Lights Out podcast with me, Sean Merriman. Um, Got one of my favorite guys I used to watch and play against uh, in the National Football League, Ike Taylor. Uh, Two-time Super Bowl champ with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, also played for one of my favorite coaches and Bill Cower. Um, always wanted to play for Bill, by the way. And um, we're just going to get into man a lot of a lot of different things. One thing that uh, I saw to come up just recently is he is in the combat sports. This was uh, a cool thing for me to see. I know he's been training a little bit. Um, he got his new cigar line dropping out, so I know I'll let him talk a, a little bit about that. Uh, but most importantly, man, he he played uh, in a time of football where <laughs> it was different right uh you can go out and have these big hits and and not as many penalties and flags and you know we we played in that era of football and also we'll get into a little bit about the 17 game uh regular season schedule now and and how that affects with everybody so ike taylor what's up my dude man chilling how you doing I'm good, man. What's up with you? No, I see with the lights out, man. Yeah, yeah. Now you know we working, man. We working. Um, are we trying to get that get my MMA league back up and going right now too? You know, because I, I I trained a couple, still trained a couple days with with a lot of the uh, MMA guys from my league and these cats out here. So you uh you 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 gonna do any fighting or you just training? Nah, you know. So I got my league. We we're on uh, Fox Sports right now. So Fox Sports picked us up. Like not not this past May, but the May before that. And then we got we've been shut down since since the pandemic. Okay, you, you know what I'm saying. Hey, I I remember you getting into a couple couple little you know little combats though. I I, I remember you being about it to this to this day. So I, I took on boxing. So I actually uh I actually be sparring. So have you have you thought about like really really doing it though? Or are you just kind of doing it to stay in shape. I do it to stay in shape, but I actually I like. I feel like I, I can actually fight. It's just like now I know how to fight. So at first I thought, at first you know, at first I just like to fight. But now I'm like, okay, I really know how to fight. So I really, I really be sparring. So I be going to Houston a lot to go spar my homeboy. My homeboy, uh, Regis Progray, he's a welterweight. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's my dog from New Orleans. But yeah, as far as like sparring, I be sparring. I be sparring, and that that boxing or MMA man, it's your mind got to be all the way different, bro. All the way different. All the way different. And I, I tell so many cats about this, right? So we already come from a background where we're strong, we're fast, we're explosive, athletic. So we we already walking into the ring or the cage. We already coordinated, right? So we, we're not going to step it over our left feet. Or we got to learn how to pivot and do all this other stuff. We already got that. It's really learning the, the fact of sitting on your punch or turning over on your punch. Right, stepping into your jab and just learning, learning the craft. So I, I'm interested, man. How was that? What made you kind of transition and trying out the sport? Um, I've always been a fan of it. I wish I would have did it. I wish I would have trained more in the off season. Um, because, I mean, you know, Sean, like training, training for a combat sport is is. We say football is mental, but it's this 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 is all the way mental. Like it's. It's then I really got to do trying to knock me out. You know what I'm saying? And there is no helmet. There is no pass. There, there, there is nothing like this is really a combat sport. So I said, man, let me try. Let me try to stay in shape. So I did it a few times. I don't know if you ever heard of uh, 
the Pittsburgh kid, a boxer, uh, Paul Spadafore. So back in the day, coming out of coming out of Pittsburgh, like he was the real deal before he got into some trouble. He was the real deal. Like he sparred with Mayweather, Zab, Judah. Like he 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 was that guy. I said, man, let me let me let me just try boxing. Try boxing because I wanted to get in a different kind of shape. And I was like, man, like football shape and, and fighting shape is two different shapes. Like I can go into a football game knowing I'm in boxing shape any day, any day. So uh, I started sparring like 2005. That's when I started sparring. But I ain't really get into it till like 2014. But uh, once I got into it, I was all the way in it. When I when I retired, I was all the way into boxing. So, you know, it's it's different, bro. Like people can say what they won't say, but MMA and combat fighting and boxing, it's not it's not built. This, how we say football ain't built for everybody. You can you can step that up about three more notches between MMA and and boxing. It's not for everybody, bro. It's you you gotta love punching somebody in the face. You gotta love giving pain and getting pain back on you. You got you gotta love it, because if you don't love it, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna get your ass knocked out. So that's that's what I love about it. Like pain was never an issue for me. I just had to learn the art of boxing, you know, um the breathing, the 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 taking the hits in in the face and the 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 building up the calluses in a body like you know you just gotta get used to and absorb pain you gotta have a poker face when it hurt but you can't show your opponent that it hurt you know what i'm saying like it's 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 a little bit different you know you know you know if you're a star in football and you get the wind knocked out of you they they go to a commercial break in mma or boxing man you gotta move around the ring and show and show your opponent which he's gonna see it anyway but show them it really don't hurt. Like the mindset all the way different. Different. When it comes to it, bro. And I, I say this all the time because we so used to in football, and it's and it's not a bad thing, it's just what we're used to doing, that we're so like bottled up with energy and spurts of energy and using your strength. But in boxing and MMA, that can hurt you, right? Because you use all your strength and you go through a big flurry and you throw all your jabs, or you go to take somebody down and they get out of it, or they survive it, and now you gassed. Right. So that was like for me, one of the because I'm a strong dude, you know, in the gym and the weight room. But that don't matter. Right. When you get in there, it don't matter. You see somebody that is half your size or whatever, but they learn how to turn on their punches or they learn how to turn on their kicks and they learn how to you know open their hips up and do certain things. Now you're sitting around like how how they do that. It's 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 the art, bro. And, you know, fight for three minutes. Is a long time. A fight for three minutes for 15 rounds? Like, I can fight for 15 rounds for three minutes now, now, because I've learned the art and how to conserve my energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, back in the day, it's, it's like what you said, like, rah, 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 rah. It, it was more, man, let me, let me let all this testosterone out ASAP. Right. But size didn't matter. Speed didn't matter. And, you know, I'm a huge Bruce Lee fan. And one of his favorite sayings worldwide is be like water. You know what I'm saying? So, be like water, yeah. You know, you, you, have you seen, you seen yeah, the documentary? The, yeah, you, you got to adapt yeah. to whatever. Whatever your surrounding is, you got to adapt. That's just like water. You can put water in anything, 
it's going to form itself up, whatever the shape is. And that's what you got to be when it comes to combat fight. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's how I kind of portrayed it. So that's, that's what I put into my repertoire, but yeah, bro, this is, is, it's difficult, man. And it, and it's not, it's, it's not <laughs> for everybody. It's not. So do you, do you ever see yourself even one day taking a, uh, cause I had AP on, I had Adrian on like, I think about a month ago. He said when he done, man, he definitely want to, if not a charity boxing match, he definitely want to do some amateur stuff, whatever. Cause he was boxing too. Do you ever see yourself possibly? Yeah, I want to do, I want to do one professional fight. I want to do, I want to do one. And this dude don't really even know it, but I've been watching him for a minute. Minute. I don't know if you heard about you heard of him, Kendall Gill, the basketball player. hundred percent. I I think he's three and zero in professional fighting, and people don't even people don't even know it. You know what yep. I'm saying? Like, but he's one of the athletes that you know turned over into a combat fight and wound up being successful at it. So, yeah, it's a few it's it's a few guys, and and I matter of fact, I, I saw B Marshall. You know, I, I saw him train, and I'm willing to spar. I'm willing to spar anybody. You know what I'm saying? That, that's so you so you saying right now, B. Marshall wanted to get in the ring. You with it? 100. percent Oh yeah, 100. percent 100. percent 100. It like that 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 don't that don't that don't matter. Once you your mindset got to be different, bro. Hitting the bag is cool. Yeah, but actually getting in the ring is a, is is. And you know this, like, you've seen a lot of practice players. Like, oh, my gosh, this dude hits. Practice all-stars, yep. A Pro Bowl practice player. But then, <laughs> but then when you see him get in the game, it's like, damn, man, what happened? You know what I'm saying? Don't lie to me. Right. You know, so same thing in in in, in boxing or combat sports. Like, damn, but that boy hitting the bag, something decent. But – Okay, let's put him in the ring. Put him in the ring. No show, nothing. It's like, oh Lord, <laughs> have mercy, man. Let's, bro, bro, stick to the bag. You know right. Saying? Yeah, that's. All. I mean, with anybody, because because if you you know the bag, the bag will have you feeling, you know, feeling all like you can box, you can fight. You ask me, oh yeah, yeah, I box. I said, listen, man, that's 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 a whole different, that's a whole different ball. That's for show stuff, man. You want to go in and you know get stay in shape or something, but that's not really fighting. That bag ain't hitting back. Sean, you know what I'm right. saying? Like that, that, that bag ain't that bag, that bag ain't. And then when you find somebody who on the same mindset as you, it's like, and the mindset got to be like to the death of this. You know, that's how the mindset is a combat sport to the to the death of this. And you you got to yep. think, you got to train like, ain't no referees. So that's how I train. Like ain't, ain't no referees about to stop. This I don't want to, re- you know what I'm saying. Once you once you get a mindset like ain't no referees, man, it's 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 it's, it's to the death, Sean. So that's that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at with it. So I said I'm I said I'm gonna wait till my son here in the eighth grade. So I'm gonna wait till he get to high school and get established, and then yeah, I I go I go one one professional. But yeah, as far as like sparring, man, I get in the ring with anybody. I'm gonna set that up too because I know to be Marsh looking for work. But uh, hey, so. One thing I want to ask you though, too, because y'all, the, the teams y'all had back when you were playing, y'all had some dogs, man. I'm, I'm like, 
And, and I know we always, and I hate seeming like the the old guy that's like, oh yeah, the league saw me. Everybody knows the league is different, right? They change the rules, you know, no helmet. You know, we get that part of it. But I think the different type of cats, I man, y'all, Joey, you know, uh, uh, Joey Porter, and all, you know, Casey Hamp, y'all had some like some real bona fide dogs, man. And t- tell me, tell me about that. Tell me about them teams you played on, man. And do you still keep in contact with some of them guys? Or- I got two. I got two group texts. We got the 05 Super Bowl, and we got the 2009-2008 Super Bowl, and it's around. It's around 20 guys per group text on my phone always going dead because we're always texting each other, right? Um, And our kids call, you know, each other uncles. But for me, it it was – they brainwashed me. Like my linebackers, and you play linebackers, my linebackers brainwashed me. My linebackers felt at one point in time knocking somebody out was better than catching the interception at the cornerback position. Like, man, we just need you to cover. But on this run support, I need you to take the soul out of another grown man. Like, that was the motto in the locker room. Take the soul out of another grown man. And how you do that? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. You keep chopping that tree down. Keep hitting hit them as... I don't care what his size is, hit him as hard as you can, as long as you can for the whole four quarters, he going to fold. So, and that was from, you know, James Harrison and and, and Lamar Woodley, Joey Porter, and Clark Hagens, and James and Larry Foote and Lawrence Simmons and Vince Williams. Yeah. And those, 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 those Ryan Shea, them, them little young studs, man. If you play linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers, you – your whole your whole mindset is run through a brick wall and not think twice about it. Like we I we love coming to the sideline and saying I got a body. Like like damn, bro, you you knocked him out. Like, yeah, put a put a yep. body, put a body on my resume. Yeah, I got one. Like that that was the whole thing in Pittsburgh. I got when I was one. playing. Put, yep. a, put a body on a resume. So and that's just that that, that kind of brainwashed secondary. So we, we felt the same way, but it started with the linebacks. Like, man, put a body on the resume. Like, and to this day, you know, like you say, the rules have changed, so you gotta adjust. You gotta adjust to the rule change. And I I was I was part of that rule curving a little bit, you know, to not being as aggressive, um, protecting the players. But now we going to 17 games. I'm like, are we really protecting the players? Like y'all saying, y'all taking a preseason game out, but y'all doing 17. Right. And I just saw the TV, the TV deal. You know, for 100 something billion dollars. You know what I'm saying? So we really in in three more years, if the ratings go up, y'all gonna restructure that TV deal to make 18. So y'all gonna say two preseason two preseason games and you know 18 games. So are y'all really protecting the player? That's that's. That's how I look at it from a, from a player standpoint, from a business standpoint. As an owner, I get it, but you know how it is. Like, yeah, they changed the rules so they're able to do that now. Back in the day, how we played, Sean. That that's what. So, so that that's my whole thing, right? And I know the game is different, and they don't have you know back the back to back tour days, and 
lining up in Oklahoma drills. And I'm sure Bill Cowher had, you know, had you guys at the time doing doing that. I mean, he was, you know, and he had and him and Marty Schottenheim were friends. They had kind of the same type of mentality. You couldn't the way we played the game back then, reckless with our bodies, you can't move it to a 17 game season because no. guys, no. you you talk about head stuff, you know, CTE and traumas and and tears and pulls and everything else, joints Guys have been completely done. Kill the head, the body will follow. That was, that was the whole defense on on the Pittsburgh. Kill the head and the body will follow. You know, and people, people talk about CTEs. I'm like, man, I really knew how to play football when I got to the league. Y'all got to understand, we've been playing football since we were small. So picture all the coaches who didn't know any better when we was growing up as youngsters. Like, is 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 the CTE just caught up with you when you was in a league? Like, you get to the league and you finally understand how to tackle. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's why I be telling people, like, man, they, they be like, how you feel about the CTEs and the brain? I said, oh, this happened when we was young. This ain't really happened when we got in the league. This this, right. this, this just was a buildup while we was playing. If you was playing pop one at AU, then you went to middle school, then you went to high school. So pitch all the coaches who really just didn't know no better. They had that old school mentality. You finally get to the league. You finally learn how to tackle. Really? Right. You know what I'm saying? But brain-wise, it's too late. And then that's how we, we, we that's how we learn. Correct. Right? You I you know, like you said, we learn by going out and catching the body. You catch a guy coming across the middle or doing whatever, and I got one, right? And normally if you're knocking somebody out, you you're 95% of the time you're using your head. So for me, like when I got to to the league, my that I was already, it was C minute. That's how I play the game, and it, it, nothing's going to change. So I'm glad that I was out at the at the right time because I would have been playing for free. You know, like they them game checks would have been ripped right from me every game. Yeah, all day in America, all day. Like how we used to play, man. We probably would have played four games. Hundred percent. Yeah, we probably would have played the max six, may, maybe eight. But how we played, and but I get it, man. My son play, and he he's a he's probably one of the best tacklers. I done seen he 14. How did how did oh he's 14? Okay. Yeah, so it's it's I, I, I get it and I respect it. You gotta adjust, you know, to to your surroundings and adapt. So I get that part. But how we play, bro, like you say, we would have been playing for free. And uh our motto was, you know, either take the soul out of grown man or kill a head and body a follow. Yep. Does your son take on your mentality? My son Tim, he played he played football, but he played quarterback and 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 like safety. He's like He's not the same mentality as me. It's, you know, he's more like a, like Gronk or something like that. He has that mentality. He doesn't have my mentality. Your son have your mentality at all? You see that in him? Yeah, my son is, one, he's a superior athlete, so he's way more athletic than I ever was at the age of 14. Yep. Two, uh, it, he wants to create his own legacy. So, and he, wanted, so he plays safety receiver. But, you know, down here in Florida, these kids feel like they was born to play football. That, that 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 that's that's if you look at the NFL roster and look at the top guys coming from one state or a county, either Dade County, Broward County, or Hollywood, Florida. Like them 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 guys, them guys coming from around here, and that's all my son been playing around. So he he had to understand fast. Like I gotta be a dog ASAP. Right. So he's very aggressive. On defense, he's probably even more aggressive going to get the ball on 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 offense. So 
that's that's what I love about this Florida mentality around here. So we I'm from New Orleans and we talk about it all the time. Like between New Orleans and Miami guys, we feel like we're the same kind of people. You know, so I just instilled that. And my son got to grow up in a locker room. So, you know, his uncles told him, you know, how his mentality should be. And some guys take a liking to it and some kids don't. I'm just glad my son took a liking to it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just very fortunate, you know, and for this generation, and I think you would agree, it's more of the work ethic. Like, even though my son got it all, he don't feel entitled. So he always feel like he want to work harder than any other kid, you know? And I say, bro, that's going to take you. I say, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. And working harder than anybody else is going to take you a long, long way in life, you know? So that's 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 what he at with it, man. I tell him all the time, man, God dropped me an angel when it came to you because you just make me an apparent easy. And I'm a prideful dad when it comes down to talking about my son. Yeah. No, you got to, man. And, and and I don't know what your situation was, but my dad wasn't, you know, really around with me growing up. <clears throat> so now that, you know, I'm around my, my son, he plays ball, you know, and yeah, I talk to him about, you know, the concussions. I talk to him about the right way to play, but he has such mentality, man, that that DNA is a different animal. Like that when they, when they get that DNA, it's like it's nothing you can do. I, I sometimes I go and I close the door. I remember he was six, seven years old. I see my son there doing push-ups and sit-ups with his door closed, you know what I mean? And like that, that type of thing is already instilled in him. So what else you got going on? I know you got the, the cigar uh, joint that's, that's happening. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I just, I just, I'm recently to, cigar, to the cigar world. So when I seen you was in it, I said, okay, all right. So what you got going on? I'm going to send, I'm going to send, I'm going to send, I'm going to get Julie to send a few to you. So it's the, uh, it's the one of a kind cigar. So it's a, it's a Sumatra cigar. Um, it's, it's a, it's a medium to bold kind of cigar you know um so they the tobacco come from lancaster pa connecticut and it's wrapped in nicaragua but um yeah and i and i wanted that cigar to my palate and my taste because over let's say over 10 years i i'd acquired a certain kind of taste for cigar liking so i think it took like a year and a half to do and i took my time with it because i wanted quality out my you know product and quantity so and right now it's doing real good. So yeah, the one of a kind cigars, you can uh, you can buy them at uh at Howard G Cigars. But I'll holler at you, and I'll make sure you get a few. Just let me know. What's the what's my man? What, what's the what's the website? Can they get them off the yeah, website? Yeah, they go to or, Instagram. Or just, just social they media? go to Instagram. So it's at Howard G Cigars. You know. Okay. So um yeah man the cigars cigars doing real. More than I just got. Hey, what what do you what are you drinking with though? What do you pay like? What's the favorite? Because I just got put on with the. Uh, I, I'm not a whiskey person, but when I drink when I had a cigar sometime now, I'll I'll do the whiskey, right? So what's what's nice to to pair with it? Tequila, whiskey, dark. What, what you... If you go tequila, if you go tequila, I like the añejo, the sincoro. Okay, right. So give me the añejo sincoro, um, on the rocks, a splash of soda water. And two limes. Now, if you go with the red wine, drink it with the Austin Hope out of Pastor Robles, California. You know, um, if you if you want to go with the champagne, uh, they 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 got the Krug champagne, and the Krug is not too expensive for a lot of people. So they can, if if it's on a hot day, you want to pour with some champagne, go Krug with the champagne. But um. Yeah, man, I just mix it like depending on how I feel. I, I just I just mix it with whatever. But 
I'm coming out with a lighter cigar because I want people to smoke with their coffee. And lighter cigars is with the leaf. So I'm going to get a lighter leaf, which probably going to come from Connecticut, the wrap. So, you know, I'm all the way into it, bro. I'm all the way into these cigars. I, I'm dude, I'm, I am now, but this is up to a couple of years ago. I, I really got into it. I would, you know, smoke a cigar here and there, but I didn't get what you just said. I didn't get and understand the whole pilot uh, part of it. You know, pairing and all that stuff, and and now, man, it's kind of you know once a week or once every few weeks, man. I just sit back and I'll just do that. Yeah, I, I smoke it. Matter of fact, when Julie called me, and told me hurry up and come on. I was smoking a cigar outside. <laughs> that's, that's, that's that's I smoke a, I smoke a cigar a day. You know, when I'm really on it, um, I might I might blow two or three a day. Mm. That's why I've been doing it for like ten years though. Um, heavy recreational. I've probably been doing it for like fifteen, but the last ten, I've been really into my cigars. Yeah, no, nah, me too. Hey, my dude, man, I appreciate you coming on, man. I know you got me going, and I know Julia, she hooked us up. So, man, good looking out. But I'm, I'm gonna stay in touch. I'm gonna get your information yeah, yeah. once we get off, and then, um, you know, probably I, I, I'm out there in Florida sometime. I don't know what you say. You in Hollywood? What, you, what part of Florida you in? No, I'm actually I'm actually in Orlando, Florida. Oh, you're in Orlando. Orlando. Okay. I was just yeah. I was just out there three like, three months ago um, doing some stuff with the WWE. So you okay. know, I'll be out there too. When I do that, man, let's let's definitely get some work in for sure. Yeah, we we exchange info and just let me know when you my way, and I'll let you know when I'm your way. Done deal. You got it. All right. Cool. Thanks, guys, for tuning in to another Lights Out podcast with me, Sean Merriman, and that was dope uh, for me for a few different reasons. Um, you know, Ike is uh, was a hell of a player, but uh, he has a lot going on with his cigar line, and he's he's in that world. I'm just newly into uh, the cigar world. What I just picked up maybe a couple years ago, old Ray Lewis uh, got me got me a few cigars from years ago, and now now I'm hooked. So. Uh, that was a great conversation with Ike Teller. I appreciate him coming on. Thank you guys for listening. Listening again. Um, leave those reviews, those comments. Make sure you subscribe wherever you can find the Lights Out podcast. Tell your friend to tell a friend and tell all your friends and family. Subscribe, subscribe to that Lights Out podcast. We'll be back next week with another one.